following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You're never gonna make it. You're not good enough. There's a million other people with the same stuff. You really think you're different, and you must be kidding. Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it. It's impossible. It's not probable. You're irresponsible. Too many obstacles. You gotta stop it, though. Yo. You gotta take it slow. You can't be a pro. Don't waste your time no more. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove. I'm gonna make my move. I'm gonna make it soon, and I'll do it because it's what I wanna fucking do. Good morning, ladies and gents. I am Duvet. And Jay will be up here in a couple seconds. I literally have to go open the door for him now, but I'm going to get the first ad out the way. This is a 16-ounce podcast, and we are sponsored by GHU Game Station by BJ and our boys over there. You know, gaming trailer. You can use it all four seasons in the hot, in the cold, in the blizzard, in the rain, in the nice weather. You know, like, call them boys up. They'll bring it to you. They got events all the time. Follow them on Facebook at GHU Game Station. Um, yeah, get with our guys, man. They always do some stuff uh, for the community. Um, they're always out there, hands-on. They're always giving out positive vibes. So definitely go link with them. I will be right back. I'm going to go get our co-host, and we will get the ball rolling. Much, bro. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, man, I'm out of breath. Give me a second. Howdy. Yeah. Oh, All right. Okay. Just like right. that. We're right back at it. <clears throat> hello, hello. Yeah, I hear you, bro. I, I tried to do both my right. You can hear me? Yeah, I hear you for sure. Okay. All right. What up? What's good, man? Shit. How's work and shit? It's good. Yeah, dude. Worked three overnights in a row. Damn. I'm tired. Oh, uh, no. I see it. We were going to record yesterday. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting out. I'm like, fuck. I'm fighting sleep. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. Because yeah. I got out at 7 o'clock in the morning. It was awesome. I was like, fuck. It was all I think. I was, I was ready to go. And then. Yeah. You know, we're here today instead. Yeah, I, I think God was, like, no, I was telling me, I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> it ain't there right now. But, yeah. So, yeah, we got the first side out the way. You know, Jay's up in this bitch now. Y'all only had me for, like, 15 seconds, but that's cool. That's cool. Um, <laughs> what do you want to do without the co-host? So, what was that? Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, tonight. Uh, no, not tonight. Tomorrow. We got Corey Sanhagen versus Cheeto Vera. Yep. Um, Holly Holm is fighting Santos in the co-main. 
Very exciting stuff. I mean, this is one of the fights I, I was looking forward to. Like this is old home thing she's making a title chase. The title chase. Holmes. Yeah. I mean, she has the skill set to do so. I don't know if she has like the will now because it's, it's just I too think tough. Now. Too many hungry. Yeah, it's too tough now. It's too not like when she women in that bantamweight division. That's what I'm saying. It's not like when she was like. What do I want to say? It's not like she, when she was like. When she knocked out Ronda Rousey and it was just a couple of grapplers and then you're the only kickboxer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facts. It ain't like that now. I mean, but like I said, I'm not. I want to see what she looked like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe she'll she'll bring something to the table. But I'm looking forward to that one. Card's not overly stacked, but it ain't bad. Nah, yeah, I was looking at it earlier. It was okay. Like, but this is one of those like fight nights where I really just care about the main event. Like, yeah, I think. <laughs> I think that's really it. <laughs> like full heart, like full heartedly, I just care about the main event. Just because I'm a fan of both guys, like I love. Me too. I I was just telling my buddy the other day that like I don't really care who wins this fight. I want Sanhagen to win. Yeah, I want Sanhagen too. Um, but if he doesn't, I don't know if he's ever getting gold. Yeah, no. Nah, this as is... long as some of these guys stand in the way. I mean, he'll just be the gatekeeper of the top five, which. I mean, is it would be exciting in its own way, but I mean, it's just like this is this is the one you have to beat though, because this is the guy. I mean, that he's beat still you. young, yeah. But I mean, I just feel like you know that Jan lost sitting on his head. Yeah, I mean, losing to Cheeto the first time. Yeah, loses if he loses this time, it's kind of like what? What do you do? You know? Yeah. I guess you could line him up against O'Malley. I mean, yeah, but like you know, I, like I was saying, like the past couple months, bro, you know. I've been saying this for a minute. He he's flipped the switch. Oh yeah, no, I agree. So hopefully, but both these guys have. Yeah. So, so I mean, this is do or die for both of them right now. Like they're. Yeah, and when you think about it, I mean, they don't really hype it up as much. But <laughs> when I think about it, it's like it's probably one of the bigger fights in the UFC right now. It's just not on the bigger scale. But yeah. like these, like, the last time these guys met, Sanhagen lost. And he went on like a whole career resurgence after that, and now here we are again. Your biggest obstacle, yeah. <laughs> again, so I mean, it's a good story. That's what I'm saying. I love it. Like I, I, I think Corey's ready though. I think he's gonna. I think he's he beats him this time. I don't think he loses again because I don't think he can afford to lose. Really, <laughs> no. I think I think I think he's in one of those situations where he just. If you lose, like I think that that'll mentally shatter him. Just because of everything that he built up around. I don't know. For a long time, for me, it seemed like it was always Cheeto or nothing for him. Because if he doesn't beat Cheeto, he feels like he probably can't get a title. Yeah. I mean, maybe. It all depends. Because if you can beat Cheeto, then... When did he fight Cheeto the first time? Oh, it had to be a couple years ago. It had to be a couple years ago. Because he fought him once. Honestly, I don't remember that. You really don't? No. I swear, I thought he fought him once. Maybe I'm bugged. I don't think so. Or was that Jan? He fought Jan and lost to Jan. Let me see. I think that's what you're talking about. Well, he has four losses. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I was. Wrong. I thought we talked about this before. Nah, I don't think he's ever fought Cheeto before. I know he fought. He fought Jan. If Jan was the loss that he took, mm. that he hardly lost. I mean, he lost it for sure, but hardly. Oh, yeah. You're right. They never fought. I thought they did. I swear, I thought they fought like a couple years ago. That was Jan. Him and Jan. 
I was Jan is that fight that he lost, and then uh, yeah, he never avenged that loss, did he? No, never did. Well, this is it right now, man. Well, I mean, at, at the end of the day, if he loses the Cheeto here, it's a pretty big the, deal. The regardless. fight to make would be him versus Jan to kind of yeah see I, who stays where, you know? Yeah, I just remember like because if you have Cejudo back in the picture, oh shit, not right? That guy. Yeah. I mean, where does he sit? Unranked? Sure. Maybe. Probably. So Hudo? Yeah, but when he goes to fight Aljamain, you know it's going to say the number one versus the champion. I mean... So the rank, everyone in their rankings are probably going to get dropped down one, unless they don't have him ranked, which is a high possibility. I don't know. That's kind of weird, though, for Cejudo. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, he's got to come in. If he's coming in out of the blue and get a title shot, does he just jump to the number one, or when he fights, is he not going to have a rank next to his name? Or do they just throw him in at, like, seven or some shit? I mean... You know? You might as well just give him the number one, because I feel like... No bullshit. I feel like Cejudo could beat the whole division. So, I mean, I don't know. Mm. I guess I guess you put him where you think you feel is right. I mean, I don't care. Where, if he's going to challenge for the title anyway. I think Cejudo loses to Aljo. You do? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. Aldo's riding high right now, man. I mean, yeah, after beating Jan, yeah. And I just think Cejudo's been out so damn long. <laughs> so he got fat for a minute. People don't want to work with him no more. I just, I don't know. Yeah, cringe king. He was just, I don't know, man. The last time I saw him, he was out in the crowd looking at a fight from, wait, who who fought? I forgot that night who we fought. But it wasn't one of them embedded. That's the last time I saw Henry Cejudo. He's like, I got this in the back. Oh, Kamal fight with Leon. The first one. No, the yeah. second one. That's the last time I saw that boy. I've never seen Henry, Henry Sewell after. Well, so. I was just like, I know, I remember last year I was reading an article. And uh, they were talking about how, like, all these people left his gym and shit because he's just a dickhead. Nobody wants to work with him no more. Nobody wants to train with him. I guarantee he's losing money, and that's why he wants to jump back in this with Aljo. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I've never been a fan of him. After that, reading that article, I definitely am not a fan of him. Cringe um, king, man. Cringe king. You know, I've turned over a new leaf, and I'm starting to like Aljo a little bit. <laughs> I mean. Still hate him, but I'm, I'm I getting mean, there. I mean, it's understandable, though, man. It's, I'm getting there. Yeah, you know? it's uh, fucking Jose Aldo's crazy. No, it's just Aljo. weird to sit here and think, right? Like, if Jan. So, at one point. We thought Jan was the baddest man in that division, which he was. He was. Respectfully. No, yeah, that was, there was no debate Then he that. blows it mm-hmm. with a fucking knee to the head, and Aljo becomes a champ. Mm. Everyone said he, he won't, he'll get torched. Absolutely goes out there, and even though it was just a wrestling match for him, he went out there and sparked Jan. Jan couldn't do a fucking thing. It's just like, uh, I don't know if there's anyone beating Aljo right now. Yeah. Because O'Malley's getting choked out. Sorry, but he is. Unless but, he's been working on his wrestling. Well, like I said, that one's just a different... Because Aljo, as we've seen, is a way better wrestler than Jan. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Jan got his takedowns and did what he had to do against O'Malley. <clears throat> but I don't think Aljo's getting pieced up on the ground like Jan did. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, we had this discussion already when it came to O'Malley and Aljo. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I saying, I, I just don't, right now, I don't know if there's, I don't think, 
I don't have faith in Cejudo beating Aljo. I just don't think there's anyone that's going to do it. Mm, not right now. Uh, I don't know. The only person that does say have a chance is Sean, only because the height advantage type thing, I, the if, reach advantage. I think the thing. only person that has the best chance to do it is Cheeto. Cheeto, really? Yeah. Because hmm. uh-huh. if Aljo goes in to try and take him down, I mean, Cheeto's going to make him pay for it with a fucking leg kick or mm-hmm. a, a body. Like, Cheeto's very good at the counter. Yeah, no, that's he's just very thing. good at that stuff, and I think, I think he'd be able to withstand the wrestling of Aljo. I mean, I don't doubt that he can't. So, uh, personally, mm-hmm. that's the way I look at it. I know. I I just been looking at it as like Sean O'Malley's going to be the champ next. Oh, and it sucks. We won't see him. I mean, well, let's be honest. I I mean, I say Cheeto, but that's simply because Marab won't fight him. But if anybody, I guess Marab. Is the I think could beat Aljo, but we know we'll never see that fight. As yeah. He's already said himself, he won't fight his own friend. So mm. I guess next in line for me would be Cheeto. But yeah, it's just after that, I think if if Aljo moves on, mm-hmm. and then the title's given up or whatever, um, my money's on Marab holding that motherfucker mm-hmm. for a while. Sure, well, I want to get your thoughts on something, bro. It's been a little bit. I know you've been keeping up with, like, the welterweight division and shit now. It's fucking crazy now. <laughs> like, it's it's literally wild right now. Yeah. Ever since Leon won, I've just been like, something. something's always happening. Either with Gilbert Burns or Jorge Masvidal or, like, Somebody like something's always happening now, bro. I, I I literally went on and I just found out fucking Jorge Masvidal has some type of inside information about his title shot. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. But like, I don't think many people do. I th- I mean, I think one thing he did say that was right because he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. That this is like the most recent one. He's actually yeah. the first time he's been on in like a while. Yep. So, um, I know he was talking about. How him and Leon would probably do the most pay-per-view buys, which realistically it probably would. But Well, you this, mean out of like the welterweight division or just ever? Uh, it's definitely not being ever. No, not ever. No, because nothing will ever be Connor and Khabib. That was just too wild. That was a chain of events. Nah, but like I, I just wanted to get like the whole like your whole thought on like. What it? Well, I mean, what is next for Leon, bro? Like I'm the whole confused because like, like the whole shit show going on. Yeah, with because that. even when they and that's another part. Dana White, oh, Kobe definitely has a next shot. The man has been sitting out for two years. What the fuck you mean he has a next shot? So, so like I, I really the don't. The UFC never wanted Leon Edwards to be champion. Yeah, let's be honest. Had he would have lost to Usman in the first or the second fight, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have had him. He wouldn't have had an immediate rematch. Would have been it. The the rematch that would have come had Usman won the second one would have come out of Jorge and Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Following that, it probably would have we would have had because if Gilbert win, wins this fight, we then would have had Colby versus Jorge, and the winner of that had Gilbert. No matter who won, Gilbert or Usman. Well, Usman would have lost to Gilbert. They would have had that immediate rematch. But if Gilbert would have lost, we would have had the winner of Colby and Jorge 
fight Usman again. That would have been the chain of events for that. Mm. So now I'm sitting here and I'm just in my head. I'm I've been thinking about the same shit. It's just like UFC never wanted him to be. That's the chain of events they wanted to happen, right? Because we would have got we would have got a lot of different rematches. That's what I'm saying. That we were all dying to see. Like that would have been a huge money circle for them. With Leon throwing a wrench in the plans, you know nobody thought he was going to win. Now they're kind of like, fuck, what do we do? How do we get back to that circle of of fights we could have had? Well, so who better than to throw... I mean, I guess you could throw Gilbert Burns at him. But, you know, you know, Colby... Gilbert doesn't talk enough shit mm-hmm. about people that he's not fighting. Yeah. And even when he is fighting people, like, you haven't really heard him talk much shit about Jorge. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of just... Doing his own thing, but well, now he went off on an interview like last month. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, but usually <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't talk a lot of shit. You don't hear him when he's he doesn't have a fight lined up. You don't see him on Twitter talking shit about other people mm-hmm. trying to get a fight lined up. But Colby does. So, in my opinion, Dana's like Dana White's just like fuck it. Let's just throw Colby at him. That's our second best option. Because in the winter of. Burns and Masvidal will fight Kobe for the title if he has a title. That's exactly it, right? So, and then that brings in Usman back into the picture. Yeah, but I don't. Th- I think Usman's days of winning are gone, bro. Um, the title I think are gone. I, I think, don't think I so. Think, I think he's just a little too old now. I just think I don't know, one. I don't know. I don't. I, he I don't just know. looked a little out of whack. He did. He didn't look like himself. His body. To me, it looks like his body's breaking down. Well, he's got those bad knees, and his knees are horrible now. Yeah. Like, uh, they're well, that's bad. why Leon kept oblique kicking him right above the knee. Yeah, From um, I, I think he threw like thirteen of them or some shit like that. I counted. Yeah, like the little like side stomp yeah. right to the top, and I'm just like, oh. yeah. And you could see you could see Usman wincing backwards at him. Oh, that shit, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think if Usman's gonna wants to hang out for a little bit, he should go the Francis route. Go get the surgery done. Go get those knees fixed. Go get them fixed. If you if you want to make a title run, if you're here just for the money, then fucking finish it out the way you are. Mm-hmm. But when your contract's up, you're up. You yeah, know? yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. So like, I mean, but that makes perfect sense what you're saying. So I don't know because like now that you say it like that, like now I understand. Like for Leon, there's only there's probably only two options you really do want, and that's either Kobe or Jorge. So like the only way you're gonna make that work is if if I'm Leon, I, I'm like yo. I'm calling McGregor. Get that fucking payday while you got that title. Yeah. I mean, he's about to fight. If only McGregor wasn't busy. But. I mean, I get it. But listen, I think if Leon would have made that shot at that call, there's no doubt in my mind we wouldn't have been seeing McGregor versus Leon. International fucking. Fight um, no, I'm just saying like an international uh, ultimate fighter type deal. You know, yeah. we got yeah. an Irish guy versus an American. It would have been way better if we would have had. An Irish guy versus somebody in fucking the UK. You know what I mean? That would be crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't get me wrong. I love because you got Michael Chandler who's arrogant as fuck, and you got McGregor who's arrogant as fuck. <laughs> and it's just like you got two guys that you know are aren't gonna. You know, there's a good possibility that they end up hitting each other. You know, in the Ultimate Fighter, mm-hmm. and I think that brings a lot into it because people are like, oh. You know, we got two guys that are just talk a lot of shit. They're gonna, they have short tempers. 
Like, it, there's a lot that could go on in this all. Yeah, I feel like it I almost know. brings me back to like the Rampage Jackson and uh, Rashad Evans. Yeah, that was good. Where <laughs> fucking Rampage ripped the goddamn door down. You know, that was good. I mean, it got tight. But Just... that's kind of what it reminds me of. Is almost in the sense of like these guys are really gonna push each other's buttons. But I think Leon could have done the same. Yeah, I I just my thing is, man. Like, I get it. I don't know. I I would want. I just don't understand how Kobe gets a shot. Like, if anything, if you just wanted to, like, I think Gilbert deserves it over anybody. I would have gave it to Gilbert. But that's that's who I think deserves it. At the end of the day, um, Gilbert's been doing his fucking thing. Uh, Since he lost to Usman, I mean, his only other loss is to... Kamzat. Yeah. Yeah. And barely. Yeah, Kamzat, that was a war. It was. It was a very good fight. That's a five-round fight, though. I mean... Yeah. Paul Acosta resigned, too. Yep, I seen that. Yeah, he actually... Six fights? Eight? Four. Four? Yeah. He called out. Six. He, he called out two guys though. He called out Strickland and I heard. Um, and Kamzat. I heard basically these four fights are just going to be him picking who he wants. Yeah. So I mean that's why that's why when I looked in the headlines like um they were that was like that's what all most all the fucking sources have said like aiming for Strickland and Kamzat aiming for yeah. Strickland and Kamzat. So he's going to beat the shit out of Strickland. I mean, I kind of want Kosa to beat the shot of Strickland because I just don't like Strickland. No, I, yeah, I can't stand him. I and he talks him on Twitter, and, and he, he it's just like he talks way too much every second, every minute type shit. Like I'm like, come on, bro. He's on Twitter way too fucking much. The amount of shit he talks is unbelievable. Yeah, and it's just like it's not even good trash talk. It's just calling people retard and mm-hmm. you know all sorts of like I don't know. I just. Yeah, I don't so, like it. I don't care for yeah, it. Yeah, so now we got yeah. Paulo trying to put this dude as a meme on Twitter. I hope and, so. <laughs> and, then, and then obviously he wants to fight Kamzat, which, holy fuck. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that one. You don't understand why he wants to fight Kamzat? I mean, I, I, apparently we don't understand I'm, a lot because they have history. I'm, I don't yeah, know. I apparently. mean, I, I understand the history side of it, but I don't understand what makes him think he's going to win that fight. I have no clue, but... It, there's something going on. If it's there. a stand-up fight, maybe. Yeah, it, it got to be something crazy. Cause, but if he gets taken on the ground, that might be all she fucking wrote. I can see your point on that. I mean, I don't know. It's not like he's facing a green wrestler. Though. No, I'm just. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just to me, I understand the history of it, but it mm-hmm. just does not. Make I just, sense. I just feel like Kamzat. I think the difference is like the only reason why it feels a little different is because Kamzat isn't like. Kobe, you know, like yeah. Kobe was talking a lot of shit, and then for a guy who just went in there just to basically wrestle for twenty five minutes, I mean that's cool. I just feel like Kamzat hasn't given off the energy. Like Kamzat, when he pressed Paulo, like he was like, "Fuck you up!" Like, yeah. like I want to beat the fuck out of you. And then you see him fight, and he literally beats the fuck out of anybody. So my thing is, like, I don't know. And then when he fought Gilbert Burns, he wasn't really trying to wrestle; he was just trying to swing. Because I, I think he, he knew he could not wrestle Gilbert. Gilbert's fucking nasty. Yeah. A lot nastier than I think people think. Nah, man. His, but, his jiu-jitsu is like That's what I'm wild. saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I think a lot of people don't really. It's so hard to sit here and just, you know, like say, oh, yeah, his, you know, his wrestling is fantastic. And people watch him and they're like, 
doesn't look that good. And it's like, because he doesn't have to do certain shit. Like, he doesn't have to dive deep into his jiu-jitsu bag when he's going against somebody not as good as him in that mm-hmm. wrestling aspect, right? Or the jiu-jitsu aspect. He doesn't have to dive deep into his into his bag to, to pull out tricks mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. But with a guy like Hamzat, we might literally see the best wrestling out of Gilbert Burns because he has to. We have to see his best jiu-jitsu to get past all that other bullshit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. But all I know is that there's something there. So, I mean, obviously. Yeah, that division's just in a weird little fucking mix. Because, like, everyone's on, like, losing streaks. Yeah. And or we... their last fight is a loss. And it's just like, yeah, no, what do the you mi- do? You the know? middleweight division is seriously out of flux. Welterweight's starting to get there just because of what happened. Like, well, yeah, with the whole, like the whole, like I said, the whole Usman loss to Leon the second time just kind of fucked everything up. Yeah, right? like the lightweight division is probably the only division I see that's like still consistent and head on, sort of, kind of. While we're here in this conversation, can we yeah. talk about fucking yeah. Gaethje versus Fazeev? Yeah, I, t- I mean, I think I was here talking about it on the Jesus last episode. Christ. I said it was going to be fight of the night. <laughs> I was like, performance of the night. Oh, you get man. that. Like, that fight was awesome. Uh, I, it's just crazy, though. Like, because I watched the whole thing, and then you look at Justin, and it's just like, he barely was in anything. But you look at Fazeev, and he just got. See, but I think Fazeev just bleeds easy. Yeah. But Gaethje was eating some questionable fucking shots. Like, Fazeev was fucking hammering him on some on some fucking punches, and you're like, oh, shit. That's what I was saying. Like, I saw, like... Like, I think out of all the people Gaethje's ever fought, I think this might be the hardest he's ever been hit. Yeah, because Chandler did put some volume on him, but it wasn't like... He did, but Fazeev was in that motherfucker. Like, yeah, no. step in, step out. Like, he, that motherfucker ate some shots, and he didn't... He, he just backed up to re-get his footing, and then he was back in it, and it was like... Dude, that fucking right was crazy. Just... Yeah, oh, I, that Fazeev, Fazeev can throw, bro. That if man. Fazeev, he's got a he's got a tough fucking chin too. That man, bro. I mean, if I, he can accept that every fight doesn't have to be a war, mm-hmm. he's got championship blood. Yeah, because I was watching the countdown, like very elite, very elite, like training camp. Yeah, very elite, like. Just support system all around for that guy, bro. Like, Fazeev has everything straight out of Kazakhstan, bro. And you won't think there's as many gyms over there. When I was watching this shit, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, straight out the mud. Like, yeah. Like, so he, he's built for it for sure. Like, he has all the tools. There's nothing in his arsenal he can't use. I just, it's just like you. Like, I think he's just so used to one. He's just ready to go to war in every fight. But if he can get past that shit, and I get it. He wants to win bonus awards. He wants the 50 grand. Some people are more in this for the money. Yeah, some well, guys like just, that, especially. Some people rather just have the extra 50 grand than ever hold a fucking championship title. I can't say I blame them. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, yeah, if you get the title, it doesn't, it guarantees a little bit more money, but it doesn't guarantee you a whole fuck ton more money. But if you fight three times a year, and each time, each three fights, you get that 50 extra grand, you know, that's 150, extra 150,000 <laughs> on top of what you made for the year. Say you made, you know, Say he makes two fifty a year, and then he gets the other hundred and fifty bonus on top of it. I mean, <laughs> that's big for those guys, you know. Yeah, so I think 
But I don't blame him because especially he's like hearing his story and something like yeah. Yeah, I, I just some of these guys you feel like yeah they just need the bread. Yeah, and this and is a why. way providing like, for it. Yeah. Like listen, like a guy like like Raul Rosas Jr. Right, mm-hmm. eighteen years old, he goes in there, submits a guy, gets a fifty k fucking bonus check. <laughs> you show me another fucking high schooler that's made fifty fucking grand. Dude, that dude. <laughs> That dude could have walked into a dealership and said, yeah, I want this. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? It's like, that's crazy. it's just a lot of these guys, man, they're just, they want the money because they came up from nothing. They had nothing. They can't afford to pay their fucking gym fees and shit off of, you know, what they make now. So mm-hmm. they, they're like, fuck it. I'll make a title run someday. But for right now, I want these performance bonuses. Yeah, bro. So... It's just, you know, I, I just, uh, those guys like Justin Gaethje, he's just, he don't give a fuck. He'll fight whatever fights in in his path. If it's he's, a wrestling match, he's going to wrestle. Yeah, if he's it's already, a, if I it's feel a kickboxing warrior, he's going to go to war. It's just. Yeah, because I feel like he's already been champ. I mean, technically he's already champ. He didn't really like, he was interim, but yeah. he was a champ still. So like he's, like I feel like Gaethje knows what it. What it, what it took already So I feel like He's not really interested in I think he's just going To break a record right now Yeah For most performance Yeah uh, Tyler, What he had 12 now Yeah I think or 13 what, Yeah I think that's what He's going for In a row <laughs> On fucking real Yeah nah man just that, That's just how you know If Justin Gage is on the card Like Yeah Watch whatever he's doing <laughs> And it sounded like Him versus Dustin Is up next Oh I mean They want that rematch They want to run it back Bro if you do that Shit, that's a good fight. Shit, yeah. That's apparently, awesome. they're, apparently they're gonna run it back. That be for number one contendership, you think? Because mm. Dustin Poirier has been on the run, so his factor, like him winning so much, has has. Yeah, I don't really know what the fuck is going on over there. Yeah, with as Dustin. far as like, well, not even just him. As far as like, who's gonna be next? <laughs> well, yeah, because because he just called out, um, Leon, right? Yeah, um, com- oh no, not comes out. Um, fuck, Makachev, Islam. Yeah, Islam. He called. Yeah, he called out uh, Leon, but I don't think that made sense. Like, yeah, he beat Volk, cool, but I mean, why fight Leon? I mean, I know you. I think he just wants the double champ status. Yeah, and he can't go down, so he has to go up. Yeah, so I think he's just. I don't think he can lose. I don't think he'd be able to lose weight healthy to yeah. go down. I mean, he's probably the most unbeatable fighter in the world right now. So, I mean, I understand if you're Islam, your confidence has to be like crazy high right now. Yeah, because <laughs> not I many, mean, not like, many people can fuck with you. No, I, I don't know. I don't even. Did Oliver get booked for a fight? Yeah, that's what I thought. He's I fighting Darush. Oh yeah, that's what. It, all right, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I was like, I'm actually excited for that one just because I like both guys. But. I hope Darush wins. Yeah. I mean, I, I I hope Darush because Darush like, I mean, I've been on a Darush train for a little bit. Well, they're, they're kind of gatekeeping him too from getting a title shot. Like they don't want him to be. Yeah, I I noticed that. Like they gave him like a slow slow rise to the top type thing. And he's yeah, just, he's just fought anyone they put in front of him, and now it's just kind of like hello. Yeah, he's just been beating them. Yeah, like now, like that, but that's that. I think that's like the ultimate. Fuck you in any case. Like if anybody, if a company, well, Oliveira won. Yeah, like. like like if an organization why, like, company wants you to lose so bad, the biggest fuck you could give them is keep winning. Yeah, <laughs> literally. You know, and that's the thing, too, is, like, Oliver was on that path. They didn't want him to win. 
and they he gave kept him, winning. People forget how long this motherfucker's even been in the UFC because he was just here's an unranked guy, here's an unranked guy, here's an unranked guy, here's the fifteenth guy, here's another unranked. It's like they don't want him to climb the ladder, but at some point they have no choice. Like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. This guy's beating every fucking schmuck we've thrown at him. Let's throw him to a top five guy. He's guaranteed to lose. Drop him back down and tell him he ain't never been shit. Then he comes in there and beats the absolute fuck out of anybody you put in front of him. Holds the holds the title. Wins what? Defends it three times successfully? Dude, three times. Three and times like... successfully. And he got dropped in all three of them. Comes back and wins them all by submission. <laughs> yeah. Fucking... Listen, I'm not a big Oliveira fan. I never have been. Um, I respect him. I like him. But I'm just not. And when he was champ, I was excited to watch him. But, like, I don't know. It was just he was never really that exciting until he finally got put into the spotlight. Yeah. And it's I, like, I just wanted him to be exciting through, like, his whole career. And I think that's, like, what would have made me been a fan. But I don't like to jump on, on the fan train. You know, when a guy wins a title. If I'm not a fan, I'm not a fan. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And I'm, that's cool. I'm not, I don't want to jump on a guy's train late. Yeah. Like people, some people, I've been following Michael Chandler for fucking ever. He's <laughs> one of my favorite fucking fighters, and I've always wanted him in the UFC. And when he finally came over, I won like six grand betting on him to beat Dan Hooker. Oh, shit. I bet my friends... I was taking my neighbor's money. That's crazy. I went down to the casino. I took every... And nobody believed me. They're like, you don't even know who Michael Chandler is. I'm like, okay. You don't watch Bellator. Oh, my God. That's fine. Go ahead. That was easy money Y'all, Y'all don't know who the fuck this guy is. You've never... My one buddy said, I've never heard of him. But I'll bet you he can't beat Dan Hooker. The UFC's different. Okay. Bet. What do you want to put on it? 500? Straight. Oh, my God. Yep. Watched Damn. the fight at his house. I said, you got my fucking money? Oh. And he looked at me, and he goes, yeah, I got it. Throws it on the table. I oh. said, here. I said, if I lose, I'll give you $1,000. If I win, I'll only take your 500 He goes, easy. Fight ended. That motherfucker turned and looked at me and went, I said, yeah, bitch. I'll take my 500 now. <laughs> Scoop that shit up off the table. And I said, yo, who wants pizza and wings? <laughs> Fuck you, alright? I was like, you just bought pizza and wings for everybody, dog. Thanks, dude. On your fucking dime, you bitch. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. My brother, I had all sorts of people owing me fucking money. But it's like $6,000. Yeah, I won. It was like, I think it was like five and it was like $5.98 or some $5.95 or some shit like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it was like almost six. It was just shy of six grand, but it's easier just to say six grand. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy shit, good shit. Bro, I was rolling everyone's money. I went to the casino. I was I, Every bet that I won like prior to that, I fucking was just saving up. And I'm like, I'm fucking, every dime I win is going right into that motherfucker. Dude. Yep. That is crazy. Yeah. For sure, Yep. Bro. And I took him, I took him on a ticket at the casino for um, knockout, victory by knockout. You got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. You're just donating money. I'm like, okay, I think so. Bitch. Watch. Uh, I just took watch. that shit. Uh, yeah. 
bro, I was rolling in the money too. And uh, I was like, yo, I was like, we can fucking get it. Like, I'm I'm in. Like, and nobody believed me, man. I've been a huge Michael Chandler fan. Dude, that's insane. Still am. Love yeah. that guy to death. I don't care if he's on a losing streak or not. He's one of them guys, man, that's just fucking... He's exactly. fun to watch. Exactly. Nah, yeah, I like... Yeah, obviously the UFC's a little different. He hasn't held the title or whatever, but... No, I love Michael Chandler. But like, for... Usually they say, oh, the guys that come from Bellator, come from 1FC, or blah, 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 blah. They can't hang with the UFC guys. Motherfucker's been in the top five. He's been hanging out with everybody. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like, And people who say that, like, just look at 1FC when Demetrius Johnson went over there. Like, it wasn't a complete cakewalk. Like, no. They got different rules and shit, but you have to... You have to just win. You yeah. know what I mean? He beat Rod Tang, who a lot of people thought was unbeatable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't going to lie I, to you. I will say this. I mean, respectfully, beat a guy who has fucking thousands of fights under his belt, right? Yeah, but he, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I respect that he beat him and that Rod Tang couldn't beat him in the Muay Thai aspect. Like, he couldn't even beat Demetrius Johnson in the Muay Thai side of it. So, for me, like, that victory is still solid. But I would have loved to have seen DJ beat him in a Muay Thai round. I mean, respectfully, he beat him in his own round, which is the reason why it's set up that way. Yeah. If me and you fight and you're Muay Thai and I'm MMA, like, yeah, I'm going to beat you in an MMA round. But if I'm DJ, I'm trying to beat you in a Muay Thai round. Mm-hmm. Like, He made it out of there. Yeah, he like... did. And he made it out of there actually quite well. Like, I was shocked how well he did in that fight. Yeah, and the Muay Thai side of shit. Like, yeah, because when I saw the, when I first saw that fight, because I did watch, I was just like, I don't know how. Like, I thought he was gonna lose in the Muay Thai round. I really did. I was like, DJ, trying to step up to Rotting right now. Yeah, I, Muay Thai. I don't know, man. Like, I don't like the when I saw how the rules were. I'm like, well, if he makes it to the, <laughs> the, yeah. the second third round, he'll be fine. But that first one is gonna be a little rough. And he got out of there, so I was like, "Wow." Well, I mean, once he made it out of there, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, good luck." Yeah, good luck, because now he's about to. He's like, "Oh, I just made it out of round one. I can get." It's gonna be interesting. I mean, I love I. I His last fight was great too. For me, when it comes to when it comes to all these fighting organizations, like UFC is my number one that I always watch. Mm-hmm. One championship is like. Number two. I'll, just because I like the way they run shit over there. That's what like, I'm saying. I just I, like how they they let these their fighters do whatever the fuck they really want, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what other organization is going to be like, yeah, go ahead, DJ. Fight a guy, one, you know, you guys alternate rounds. Like, not going to do that. No organization besides them does that, and I love it. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, I'm not lie to you, man. Some, and some of the guys in 1FC are crazy because... When you look at UFC compared to 1FC, bro, I don't know. Maybe this is just me. I feel like there's a lot more skill involved in 1FC. Yeah, you have to know. Like I said, you like have I see to so know. Much, I see so much, like. Everything. You can't yeah. just be a kickboxer. Or you can't just be a Muay Thai fighter. Or you can't just be, you know, you can't be just a guy who, you know. Who's good at one thing. Yeah. You know, obviously a lot of these guys, like, can kickbox and wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know. Like Usman, he can do it all. He can kickbox and he can wrestle. He can, you know, dirty box, whatever. But, like, some of these guys 
over in 1FC, they know every fucking mixed martial art. Yeah. Because for like guys like DJ, they get into a Muay Thai fight and then an MMA fight, and then he has to know both sides of it. And people are like, oh, if you can MMA fight, you can Muay Thai. No, you fucking can't. <laughs> you just can't do it. You know? So it's like, or even even in an aspect of like MMA fight and then like a, a grappling match, like a jiu-jitsu match. Bro, not all these guys know jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know. It's just, That's why I like 1FC yeah, that's because what I'm it's, just, it's so fucking fun because it's like these guys, like you said, Skill-wise, man, they just, you need to know everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um... Because you can't just sign up for... Me and you can't just say, all right, yeah, you, you know, you're good at BJJ, I'm good at kickboxing, I'm good at just MMA in general. I can't just be like, yeah, let's get into a fight and then go learn BJJ in six weeks. Like, yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, so... So these guys have to know that shit before they sign that paper. You're not going to learn BJJ... You're not going to learn how to beat a guy in his own sport as, like, Brazilian jiu-jitsu if you've only done it for six weeks. It's just, you're just not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Especially if the guy's a fucking two, three-time black belt. You're you're no going to get fucking worked. Yeah, so I was like, my thing was just like, I don't know. Because, like, when I look at their fights, I just see, like, combos quicker. Yeah. Uh, the way that they, like, set each other up, feints, all this shit. It's just crazy compared to, like, the UFC. I'm like, everything's, like, much faster over there. I don't get it. I really hope Francis goes there. I do. That'll be a big I know he said he's between one and Bellator. I really hope he goes to one. Yeah, one would be a spot where he would thrive very well. Yeah. I think he would in Bellator too, but I just feel like one opens up a bigger window for him to do what he's looking to do. Yeah, because if you just, if they they put the stamp of approval on you in the 1FC, that's crazy. Yeah. You can take that shit somewhere. So. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, he said before he picks though he wants a boxing match. Mm-hmm. So we know that he's going to box first. Yeah, well, and then whatever he does after that, I don't. Well, that's perfect because now we can jump into boxing. But you want to do the second half? Yeah, uh, don't matter. Train wreck, you know. I did JHU, so um, I already shot them out shit. So now we gotta. Yeah, yo, John, I fi- I I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I literally like. I have found my white shirt, my white workout shirt, finally, because yeah. I had, like, put it to wash and shit, and I forgot I had left it drying, like, <laughs> in the cut somewhere in my house. Dog, I had, like, three shirts in there. I was like, damn, I need to, like, put all these in the dryer real quick. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, I found my shirt. I'm going to order more, but, yeah, Trainwreck Fitness and Co. That's the one, so. Yeah. Um, so. Like the- but those are, yeah, those are our guys, man. They they do a uh, workout gear. All the, um, I don't know how if they got, like, different colors now. Yeah, he right now he said they're in the process of moving. So okay, so they're they're still they're trying to get stuff bet, bet. to where they're at now before they're up and running on the clothing stuff still. But mm-hmm. however, they still got stuff, right? Yeah, you can still. Yeah. I'm sure they still have back stock. Yep, and you can also you know help support them by watching their workout videos and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, if you John. Learn some stuff. Definitely check them out. Yeah, John. Just know, John. I'll be ordering like two more. Yeah, I'll be on your ass. So <laughs> you're gonna be on here soon anyway. So we'll talk about it. But yeah, um, so boxing wise, man, I mean, I don't know. I've been so in tune with boxing the last week, just cause like, I, don't know, I feel like there's a lot going on right now. So, um, I think the first bit of like sad or just 
And I'm like, it's not even sad anymore. It's just normal at this point. Yeah. So I guess Alexander and uh, Fury aren't fighting. Over a rematch clause. Just, I'm not like. That's your boy, dude. That's fucking insane, bro. That's your boy. A rematch clause. Yeah, he doesn't want to fight with the rematch clause. What, Usyk? Yeah. I mean, I don't see how that's beneficial for him either if he loses no rematch. So. Yeah, but what's the. You might as well. Listen, all I'm saying is. I don't know. He's different, bro. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, like, why wouldn't you take it? That's probably arguably the biggest paycheck he'll get of his career. Maybe he doesn't care about it. That's crazy. I'm just saying is that. I I know. And I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like, you just think about it, like. Maybe he really. fight slip over a fucking rematch. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. So one guy wants to rematch cause, the other one just doesn't. Yeah, I think um, Usyk doesn't want a rematch if he wins. And, and Fury wants one. If he loses. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I think he wants one no matter what. Yeah. Win or lose, he wants a rematch. Because he wants money. I know, he just wants the money fight. Yeah, so. I get it. I don't know where Usyk's head is at when it comes to the whole money Rematch thing. But I don't know either, but clearly I mean, something must be bothering him. It's just, it's a shame, bro, because, like, you could be fans of these guys, but either way, if a fight falls through, it's just. It sucks. Especially something like that that, I mean, we've all kind of been waiting for. And it was literally, that's, everything was fine except a rematch. Like, I just, my mind is, I could see if it was a money discrepancy mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and that's what I don't understand either is like, I feel like Usyk had some leverage here, too, right? Because he's only getting, like, what was he getting? Like, only, like, 40%, right? Or 30% mm-hmm. of the fight? I would have been like, yo, if you want the rematch, we have to reverse it. Or I want 60, you get 40. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he could have been like, yeah, I'll take the last money for the first fight. But if I sign the rematch, I want I want the reverse. I want the flip-flop of what we're doing. Yeah. I don't know, man. But for him to just, like, I heard there was, like, no negotiation at all. He seen he, there was a rematch in there. He said no, and they said, okay, then I don't know what you want to do. And he just kind of said, I'm out. I don't know. I, those, I don't know if there's more to it. Obviously, they don't really tell us everything. I, just, I feel like something, I don't know. Because I, I, I know Ukraine. I know Ukraine. Fucking, yeah, I know Ukraine is going through it still right now. So I don't know if it's, like, country, home country shit. That could have been the thing, too, is, like, the rematch could have been simply like, you know, we fight this date, rematches this date, and for him, he's kind of like, yeah, but I can't just assume that I'll be able to fight that day. Yeah, like that's what, my my thing is because I feel like Usyk is he won't miss a fight. No, but at the same time, if his country needs him, that that's what I'm saying. That's so. what I'm saying. If they would have put a date, I just feel like he can't really commit to a date. So far in advance, like the first fight hasn't even happened yet, and then to it, you know that fight goes on. Who knows? There could be a five month layoff for both of them, mm-hmm. and then the fight, you know, six weeks later. So you're looking at like seven months, eight months. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen in eight months. You don't. Especially That's why he doesn't really plan fight. You don't really hear him planning fights since this war shit broke out. You haven't heard him planning fights. Way in advance. He's doing one fight at a time. Yeah, and he 
Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know, man. I just hope it, it sucks. Yeah, I hope it gets resolved. Because right now, Javante and Ryan Garcia are literally, like, holding everybody accountable in a way. Because they're like, that's, if we if we can make this fight this happen. Weekend, isn't it? Is it this weekend? Yeah, is it tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Yeah. So. Fuck. My thing is. Hell yeah. Yeah, my thing, <laughs> my, my thing is, like, these guys made it all the way to at least the like the day before yeah okay with no issue no problem no matter what you think of either guy Javante said i want to fuck ryan garcia up and ryan garcia said i want tank and what do we get we got tank versus garcia yeah and it took a little bit of hard negotiations and shit like that even with floyd and everybody involved floyd and oscar yeah you would have thought the fight the fight would have fell already yeah oh, and here yeah. we are bro yeah. we're about to have a fight in 24 hours with those two <laughs> when when somehow those two guys were engaged in talks right, that is this weekend isn't it oh yeah. no it's april mm-hmm. i forget where March. i knew it couldn't have been tomorrow my bad yeah benavidez and plants tomorrow Bene- yeah that was the one i'm watching. yeah my bad i april yeah i was april, gonna talk april, about april. that one a little bit i'm watching that one tomorrow yeah, me too. I'm not missing Especially that. what, I mean, plant was it Plant that just got, or no, who was it? Benavidez just got kicked out of his, what boxer just got kicked out of their, was it Plant? Can't be Plant. Fuck. It might have been Benavidez. Benavidez seems like he has that attitude to get kicked out of shit. <laughs> I wish I would have fucking. I don't know, because Caleb is quiet, reserved, man. And they like him at his gym. Yeah, there was just something that, I don't know, there was some shit that unfolded. One of them, I think, got kicked out of their gym. Mm. But, um, I'm going to try and find it. Yeah, trying to do your thing. I mean, so I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk real quick about that one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to run and take a leak real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So I was talking to my guy, you know what I mean, uh. I kind of told him that because we were going over predictions over this whole plant and Benavidez thing. Uh, now y'all know me. Uh, this was a tough one. Um, so I guess I'm gonna get my prediction out the way first. So my prediction is I have um. My bad. I was just looking at something. But right now, I'm not going to lie to you. I have Caleb Plant beating David Benavidez in like 10th round. 10th round TKO, I'll say. It's going to be a little later down because these guys are just too elite when it comes to the stamina. But I feel, now this is my thinking, David Benavidez... He's very strong, very quick, very very big. Like, he's just a big individual, like, just tall. Like, the man's towering. And he has combos. So, the only way you can offset that is with a counterpuncher. But it just can't be a regular counterpuncher. It has to be really good fighter with that knows angles. You got to have... A really good counter punching slash defensive like style to lock in with Benavides for the long run, you know. And 
you need speed when it comes to combos, when it comes to your footwork. You need a lot of that to get around a guy like that. And power. Now, the only... All four of those things. There's one person right now that can match up real well with David Benavidez, and that's Caleb Plant. Um, I think the winner of this does get a title shot. Um, now, the title shot, I don't know if you want to, like, I don't know if you're going to go, I don't know if it's going to be for Jamal, who's been inactive and looks really rough, or Canelo. So, either way, I think they did say it was for Canelo. Um, so, this is it's a big fight with big stakes. Um, but I feel like Caleb is going to win. Only because I feel throughout the... I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth rounds. Like, don't get me wrong. I think they're going to fill each other out in the beginning. Towards the middle of the fight, I envision David pushing Caleb. Like, pushing him to, like... Uh, or, like... Like being more the aggressor, trying to cut the ring space off, trying to just uh bombard Caleb in the middle rounds. Like I don't think he's gonna do it recklessly, but I think he's gonna throw a lot more than he does in the first couple. And I can just see Caleb trying to like you know, Caleb's gonna get his little uh ins and outs real quick. He's gonna get some combos in, and that's how he's gonna do. It. He's gonna let volume pick up and. Caleb isn't really worried about defense. He isn't worried about getting hit because that's not something that he's usually accustomed to unless it's Canelo, and not everybody's Canelo. So, um, I know I like that's that's how it's going to be. The the beginning is going to be feel probably it's like fourth round, you know, from like fifth to seven eight. We're going to see David press. David's just going to press, press, press. Caleb is going to Caleb is going to do what he has to do. Try and be evasive. Try and get a couple combos in. You know, let volume dictate how he looks. And then towards the end, I think he's going to get caught. And that's when all those punches that he's like, it'd be a body shot or multiple shots to the head. I think it's all just going to add up to that one moment. Because when he caught Darrell, Darrell had a lot of punches landed on him at the moment. And Caleb was easy to pick up on what you was doing. So that's my thing. The beginning is definitely going to be the first four rounds. You're definitely going to go back and forth, back and forth. Like, I'm not going to even predict who's going to win what round. I just know they're going to fill each other out the first four. I feel like from five to eight, five to eight, five to nine, that's where you're going to see, like, the real show. Uh, That's what I'm saying. You're going to see David press Caleb. Caleb is going to – David's going to try and cut off ring space. Caleb is going to do all – he's probably, he's probably going to throw one or twos, one, two, threes to get out, make sure that he's still being evasive and keeping David at a distance. And then, and like I, I said it, bro, by the time the 10th round, 11th round comes out, all that volume adds up, I just think Caleb is going to have enough in the tank to just catch him, with, catch him coming in. I'm like, it could be a counter left, which is his probably like his best shot, or even if you want to throw a right uppercut, it's, it's not going to help either, so – I just think David being aggressive is going to be his downfall in this fight. Um, and I think Caleb knocks him out in the 10th round. That's just me. I mean, I could be wrong. but I had the same thing, Caleb yeah. in the 10th. Yeah, because I just you – know, I, mean, I, 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 watched, I watched this whole thing, and David is acting – not that I followed David throughout his whole boxing career. Obviously, I followed the guy because I just love boxing. So I've, I've seen him 
literally I've seen his, most of his fights and I know what he's capable of, but I just feel like with a guy like well, with a guy like Caleb, you can't you can't make a mistake. Yeah. No, I agree. And you're bound to make a mistake. And I don't know, I just don't like what I see from David this this whole thing. I don't know. It's not it's not him. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> Maybe he's always been like this, but I just don't like the ultra aggressiveness, the like I don't know, I just it's it's not him. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not like David to be soft spoken and so wild, you know, like especially towards a guy like Caleb. So I don't know. I just think there's a lot of mental shit going on there. Like the mental aspect, I think Caleb is in such a much more better place than David and it's just I think there's gonna be levels to this shit, bro. But we'll see. Um but yeah, I, I got I got Caleb by TKO in the tenth or KO. Straight up KO in the tenth round. Um and obviously I think after that it'll be Caleb versus Canelo unless they give him to Jamal. But like I said, Jamal hasn't looked real well. Jamal looks like he's floating above like two twenty right now. And I don't think that's pretty good for a guy who's supposed to fight in June who has one of the straps. And Canelo is busy with he was supposed to fight Dimitri Bivol, but I don't think that's happening now. I think he's fighting somebody else. So whoever whoever he fights and if he beats them, he's probably gonna go after Dimitri. So I think we're looking at Caleb Benavidez versus Charlo. But I don't know. We we gotta see on that how that looks. But I mean I explained if like Five six minutes. What you think of that fight, though? Planning Benavidez. I mean, yeah, kind of. We have kind of the same view on it. I just mm-hmm. think Benavidez. I think what's going to happen is I think the first round it's going to be the feel out round like it always is, mm-hmm. and uh, I see Plant winning round one because I just feel like he's going to try and keep him at bay. Mm-hmm. So he's going to let you know he's going to throw a lot of jabs just to keep him back, and I think that's what gets him round one. I think round two is probably going to be. Plants round again, mm-hmm. working that jab, keeping him at bay. Then I think that's where Benavidez starts putting the pressure on at three four. Yeah. So I think the first two go to Plant. First two, next two go to uh, Benavidez, and then I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say five through eight they split as well. Mm-hmm. Um, with Benavidez taking four rounds in a row, uh, three four five six. Mm-hmm. And then I think Plant takes seven, eight, and then I think Plant takes nine, and then I think Tenny flatlines him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty safe. That's I, I, me and you pretty, pretty yeah, much you, have the same. Benavidez could even probably take five in a row. Because mm-hmm. I he had might take three, four, five, six, seven, and then yeah, because Benavidez Plant takes eight, nine, and then ten is where he. Wins. That's what I'm saying. Because Benavidez, like, there's a key to victory here too, and it's not just knocking the guy out or just being that much dominant but for Benavidez like he throws a lot so yeah if he's even looking way more like the aggressor in some of these rounds he can just take points like that yeah um so I mean I that, that that's why I, that's where I feel like most of his wins are going to come out of cause... If, if this fight goes to decision I think Benavidez wins it However, I don't think it's making it to decision. Yeah, I don't know. They're both talking like they don't want to make it to decision. No. So, I mean, obviously somebody's going to get... That's I what I'm saying. I see Plant taking it in nine. Yeah. Nine, ten is where it's going to be over. Yeah, because like my thing somebody. is... My thing is, like, if you have this mentality where both these guys are not trying to look for a, a decision win, they, they, they don't want to leave it in the hands of the judges. So when you do that, both guys are on the same page. One guy is guaranteed to make a mistake. 
now that's just like now you got to look at the options like you know one guy's been champion one guy's been in there with probably the greatest boxer in the world today and he's just defensive minded elite when it comes to that elite like just combo speed but then you got Dave Benavides, who has elite combo speed, great power. He just he doesn't have that experience that Caleb has, which is a big thing. The mental game, Caleb looked like he already won that shit. And now you just leave him to go into the ring. So, like, you just you got to pick your options. Yeah. And I'm picking towards the side that's been there, done that, and is still in a prime spot to do it. David Benavides has... His whole fucking career. That's how I look at it. I think then if it if he loses his fight, it's not over for David. I think David is just gonna come back and do his thing, you know. Caleb, on the other hand, I don't think it's over for Caleb either if he loses, but Caleb's already been in the limelight. Caleb's already been like everybody knows who Caleb plays. This loss is. is way bigger for Benavidez than it is for Plant. You think so? Yeah. Oh. Oh well yeah, because now it's like it's like it's coming out party. You don't want to fumble that. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, yeah. if you take what you just said, where he's been in a limelight, shit like that. Like, when these guys are in it for so long, their their downfall is expected at some point. Mm-hmm. So, if this is the guy he loses to, Benavidez is a fucking animal. So, if he loses to Benavidez, it's like, okay, these are the two best guys right now. Mm-hmm. No matter what, I mean, if Benavidez wins. You know, now he's up at the top, and we expected Caleb Plant's downfall. Mm-hmm. If Plant wins, it's kind of like, okay, maybe the next fight's his downfall. Like, you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's nothing more he can gain by winning other than, wow, he beat, you know, Benavidez. I mean, I- Whereas for Benavidez, it's like, okay, he lost to Plant, so now what does he do? Because Plant's kind of like the gatekeeper. Like, he, he's kind of like that guy. Yeah, like, you have it- to beat him to, to be able to take your career further. Yeah, it's more of an unknown. Yeah, when it comes to David. So for right. me, it's kind of like if Plant wins, he's still in the same spot. Mm-hmm. If he loses, he can go to a different weight class. He could do whatever fuck he wants. Yeah. Whereas like Benavidez, if he loses, it's like fuck. Now. Yeah. Who do I have to fight next to get back at Plant? What do I have? You know what I mean? And then if he loses to Plant the second time, it's like he's done. You know, like I don't want to say done, but I think in that weight division, he's t- he's he's gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the only way, I, the only reason why I looked at it like that is because, because now, like you, if you're Caleb, remember uh, a while ago, people didn't even know who Caleb Plant was until he no. fought um, Canelo, and now he's riding. Now I'm like, I'm not saying like he's like Andy Ruiz type shit because he doesn't have a belt, mm-hmm. but like when Andy Ruiz won, and he was like, everybody knew who the fuck Andy Ruiz Jr. was. Yeah. Everybody knew what he was, and then when he took that L. It was a little bit of a humbling experience for me. I just feel like for Plant, though, you had to be... You didn't have to be a diehard boxing fan, but you had to be a big boxing fan. Mm -hmm. Um, Most people don't pay attention to these boxers until they fight somebody they know. Yeah. And that's just the unfortunate part of the boxing world, is until you fight somebody that somebody knows, Mm -hmm. you don't know. I was talking to somebody the other day, and... This is how I kind of caught him in, in, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a big boxing fan. I was like, yeah, so who do you think? Um, of course, the fucking name slipped right out of my head. <laughs> uh, heavyweight Joe, what's his fucking last name? Joe Joyce? Joe Joyce. Yeah. I said, so who do you, you know, wh- who do you think he should fight? He goes, who's Joe Joyce? And I said, so you're telling me 
you're a heavy boxing fan, but you don't know who Joe Joyce is. Like, <laughs> like, all right, come you on. Know, bro. But that's the thing, though, is until they fight, until he fights like Wilder or mm-hmm. Weez or a Usyk yeah. or a Fury, something. If they're if you're not the top five, nobody knows who the fuck you are. If you're if you're not a diehard boxing fan, and that's yeah. just yeah, the so. way it goes. You know, like most boxing people, people that just watch boxing here and there. Mm-hmm. They know who Lomachenko is. They know who Ryan is. They know who Tank is. They know who um, Fury is. I know some people that don't even know who Usyk is, and I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's just like that, though. You're right. Some people so. don't even know Joshua. So it's kind of like, you know, Plant never really got his name because most people didn't know who he was until he fought Canelo. Mm-hmm. But once people found out, now he's one of those guys that everyone's jumping on, and now everyone knows who he is. There's people that don't even know who Benavidez is, mm. but they'll know who he is after he fights Plant, win or lose, you know? Yeah, yeah so, I mean, well, shit. It's just weird. Yeah, so tomorrow's on Showtime. Um, yep. I got paid yesterday, so y'all already know what that means. So before I left, I was talking about I paying for it. one of the guys getting kicked out of the gym. Yep. It was Plant. Oh, it was Caleb. So, I don't, I just remember seeing it. Um, I'm on Plant's Twitter now. So it says, uh... <laughs> Mind you, oh shit! The person that dropped the video, oh shit, is Jose Benavidez Senior. Damn. So the video dropped six days ago, and uh, it was posted, and it says it added Caleb Plant, and it says gets kicked out of City Boxing Gym in Las Vegas for not paying his gym fees, gets into a scuffle with the person recording the video. Caleb Plant retweets it, and he says, always paid a couple thousand after each camp for camp fees. This was because I would help him pay his rent, which was $5,500. Oh, shit. When I had already chipped in 2500 on top of his camp fees before to help out with his rent. This time, he, I told him, I, can't chi- I can chip in, but I can't pay the whole thing. Then he said he wanted to act like he wasn't going to give them to me, so he pulled his phone out and started recording and bumping into me, trying to get me to retaliate. Long story short, he gave me my shit, and I left but haven't been back. So his trainer? Yeah. Then he, the owner of City Kickboxing, oh, yeah. Shit. Then he tweets again. He tweeted like four times that day. He said, but that was way before the Darrell fight even happened. This is hella old news, but of course, Jose Benavidez Sr. wants to drop it right before the fight to try and out my character in question. <laughs> then he said, that's literally the gym owner filming me. Try not to let me have my fight banners off the wall. I just wanted to get my stuff and leave because the situation just wasn't going to work out. He wanted to keep my fight banners, and that wasn't going to work out either. So basically, they were kicking him out of the gym, but wanted to keep up his fight banners. So he wanted to take his fight banners. If you're kicking him out, take the banners. Take the banners. And that was his thing. He's like, I'm not leaving until I get my banners, which is, you know, whatever. Um, He said, no doubt. Someone tweeted something, but the tweet's unavailable. It says, no doubt my guy. That was June 21st of last year, though. Crazy old news. He's been at DLX since. Right? So it's an old video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw a p- a, the Pivot podcast. Yeah. I watched those guys, and he was on a, he well, was a guest on their episode like two the days The next ago. day after that, he goes, oh, wait. I have the video where they cut it off. And he goes, Armin, gym owner, sent Jose Sr. the video, but forgot that I have my own video. He goes, here's Armin acting a fool, not wanting to give me my fight banners, which is all I wanted to begin with. Give me my stuff, and I'll be on my way. 
So he had somebody, Plant had somebody recording them, recording him. This nigga and it shows both sides of the things, and it shows the owner just being a fucking menace. And Plant's just staying calm, cool, and collected, you know, just is what it is. But the owner's, like, pushing him, bumping into him, like, wanting him Smart to fucking swing. Yeah. This nigga, Caleb, he's on then, a whole different playing field. Then he says... That's his son, Bowie, begging him to quit acting a fool and just give me my stuff so I can leave. But he wanted to act a fool over it, so I keep my receipts. <laughs> this man posted... People... He posted... Um, what was it? He posted uh, uh, a picture of a screenshot of the text messages. Mm. And the date was last year, and everyone's like, well, why is the date from last year? That makes no sense. And then that's when he said, well, this is old news. This is nothing new, but they're trying to make this video out now, like, to bring... So he had the video for a whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So he's showing all these text messages and shit, and uh, he shows the text messages, and Armin, December 22nd of 2021... He, I guess, so, sorry, not last year, two years ago. Mm. He goes, I really appreciate, Armin texted him and he said, I really appreciate your $2,000 check. I barely made last rent. I am really struggling to stay afloat. My rent is 6000 per month. My electric bill is 860 per month. If there is any way you guys could help out, I would really appreciate it. Thanks, Armin. Please don't tell Bowie I send you this text. Plant. Replies with, hey, Armin, you're welcome. You know, we try to donate to the gym after the fights. Sorry to hear things aren't going as smooth. We could donate another 2000 We aren't in town, though. We're in Tennessee for Christmas with Caleb's family. Um, I can drop a check off next week. So that's to who I don't, I think maybe to his trainer or whatever. That's insane, bro. And then he said, that would mean the world to me. Don't know how to thank you guys. Merry Christmas. That's crazy. Uh, then they said, glad that we can help some. Merry Christmas. I'll text you money to see what works. Merry Christmas. And then he says, Merry Christmas to you and your family. We are so blessed to have been a part of your journey, and the best is still to come. Thanks, the Van Dam family. And that's kind of where that goes. Good luck with that. Yeah. And then um, he posted those and says, as you can see, it's not a me paying gym issue. He says right here he's struggling with rent. So that time we sent a few extra grand to help out. But once he kept asking, I let him know I couldn't keep doing it, but that I could pitch in some money, just not pay the whole thing. He uh, said that wasn't enough, so he asked me to leave. I said, as soon as I get my fight banners, and y'all seen how that went. Um, Caleb said, my daddy raised me way better than that. No wonder they act how they do. Look who raises them. Uh, then a few days went on. Yes, man, it's a good W. Yeah, and I think that's, yeah, that was kind of the end of it oh there. Oh, my God. All right, Caleb. Yeah, so, I mean... Yo, they were wildin' though. Like Benavides' camp has been wildin', bro. Yeah. Liking like going on his Instagram to like pictures of him with his like daughter that yeah. died in the hospital so, and shit. Like even though it was a few years ago, I mean it's kinda just like it's crazy that now it's surfacing, right? Um That's insane. Yeah. Was, so like now of course obviously all this shit's coming out and it's like, God damn. Yo, this this is personal, dog. Like it's really bad. That's what makes me think that like Plant's gonna just gonna stay level headed, and I think, I think this comes down to a personal thing too. Right? It's, no, it's personal because 
really, David Benavidez has no part in this, right? Except he's Jose Benavidez's son. Yeah, he talks a lot of shit, too. So that's exactly <laughs> it, right? He's the one talking all this shit, and it's like he's the one bringing all this upon his, the Benavidez family, the gym, city uh, city boxing. Like, he's bringing all this out now, and it's like Planch just staying calm, cool, and collected. You know, he's defending himself with receipts, like he showed. And because people kind of jumped down his throat on on the feed and were like, this is fucking wild. Like, you know, you showed good character, but how are you not paying your gym fees and blah, blah, blah. And then he started basically doing that. And he's like, how do you expect me to live and pay this guy's fucking bills at the same? Like, it's not my gym. If you can't afford it, then shut it down. That's true. You know, you can't expect me and the other guys that fight out of here to pay your fucking rent every month. We pay our gym fees, and that's really all we have to pay. But, you know, Plant donates money <clears throat> to the gym to help keep it afloat. Cause he's yeah, forever, so but my... But then he went to DLX instead. And, uh, you know, but back to what I was trying to say is I think, personally, I think Plant's going to take this to kind of send a message to Jose mm-hmm. in a sense of like, might not be you in this ring, but I'm going to fucking make sure your son pays for your fucking bullshit actions. You yeah, know? Nah. yeah, no, because Jose has been <clears throat> wilding, bro. Like like I said, liking the Instagram pics of yeah. his dead daughter and him. Like, liking or um or saying just like, because uh, his first daughter that died was Aaliyah. Yeah. So, or even saying shit like, because I heard him say, oh, <laughs> or something along the lines of like, oh, you know, he has to. He has to like, uh, he he has to start worrying about us. He can't, he can't worry about um, he can't worry about anything outside the ring. You know, like we're we're gonna, it's like we're gonna we're gonna be on his ass. Like you know, uh, it's unfortunate. Like Aaliyah's not here anymore. Blah blah. blah and all this yeah. other shit. And he was like, yeah, now you fucked up. Yeah, because you don't ever say shit like that. And I was just like. I don't know, man. I just know Saturday ain't gonna be pretty. Like, even I think I think it's gonna be after fight shenanigans too. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised if it. Yeah, just... I just like after seeing all that shit coming, man. I'm like, fuck. Like y'all are plants are already an animal, but to give him more ammo to kind of. That's what I'm saying, like, bro. You haven't learned from Darrell. Yeah, Darrell was talking mad shit, and Darrell got lying. Now you want to talk about <laughs> his daughter too? Like, I'll be honest with you. I really hope. If he knocks, if he knocks out Benavidez, I hope he does the fucking shoveling dirt do, on a dead just body a, shit again. Just do it harder, bro. Just do, just do it a little more dirty, bro. Just do, like make sure you go pull closer. a patty, dude. Just teabag him while he's fucking flat well, lying bro, on the ground. Like, it's crazy, dude. Point, you like, know what I mean? These things is wild. Like I'm, I'm, I'm highly against some of that stuff when it's unjustified, but when it's justified, yeah, go for it. You know like, what I mean? Like fuck, no nah, man. So fuck you. But yeah, so that I mean, we spent a lot of good time on that one because um, it's not really much for boxing wise, except for Javante and Ryan. But I don't want to keep previewing that. Yeah, because we well, we got April eighth. We have Shakur versus uh, Yoshino. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Which is a lightweight title eliminator. Okay. Oh, ooh. yeah, lightweight. Yeah, lightweight title eliminator. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, if Shakur wins, then we have shit to talk about but yeah sure we're gonna win that yeah i want to i want to preview uh the garcia and tank when it's coming i Closer. think it's next week yeah because the the lineup really coming like everything that's 
lined up for the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, key dates are obviously t- tomorrow, mm-hmm. the 25th, Benavidez plant. Mm-hmm. April 1st, we have uh, Robisi Ramirez versus Isaac Dogbo mm. for the vacant featherweight title. All right. I mean, yeah, but the featherweight division, I really like. Yeah. Just, I know those Then guys. we have Stevenson, Yoshino, Tank versus Garcia. Mm-hmm. Uh, April 22nd. May 20th, we have Haney versus Lomachenko. Mm. Yeah, we got some good fights. Man. Yeah, and then May 20th, we have Chantel Cameron versus Katie Taylor. Oh, Cameron versus Taylor. That's yeah. a good one, too. I in, forgot in about Ireland. that. And then June 10th, they got Josh Taylor versus Tiafomo. <sighs> June 10th. Bro, they got some fights these next couple months. So, because, yeah, well, let's see. So, March 25th on ESPN, ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few fights going on, actually. On ESPN, ESPN Plus. Jose Ramirez versus Richard Com- uh, Comey. Yeah, I got, I got Ramirez beating him. Yeah. Uh, then you have a title fight in... Uh, I don't know how to say the first name. Seniesa Estrada versus Tina Repre- wow. Reprect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which did, is bro. for the WBA strawweight title and uh, Reprect's WBC strawweight title. Mm-hmm. So winner of that will get another belt added on. Uh, Raymond Muratala versus Humberto G- uh, Galindo. Mm. Um, Antonio Morales versus Patrick Malata. Um. Ricardo Ruvlacaba versus Marco Cardenas. Uh, Charlie Sheehy versus Angel Rabolaro. Rabolaro. Is tomorrow? Yeah. Mm. Jesse Guerrero versus Edward Alvarez. Okay, Guerrero Eduardo versus Eduardo Alvarez. That's a pretty good one. And then Subaru Murata versus Jose Negrete. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of fights on there that I'm okay with. Yeah, I, there's actually a lot of fights on tomorrow. To be honest yeah. with you, um, it's a really, I mean, it's a really solid card for what is it? Dez season, D A Z N. I don't know how to say that shit. The zone, yeah, the yeah. Zone. So they have a fight in Mexico that oh. they're putting on. Wait, who is it? Jose Zapata versus Niraj Goyet. Oh, Zapata. And then Carlos Ocampo is fighting somebody. It says to be announced, but the fight's fucking tomorrow, so I don't know who. <laughs> Uh, Rafael Espinosa has a fight, but he's his fight's to be announced too. Damn, the zone, get it together. Aaron, uh, Aaron Silva versus Jamie Lopez, Miguel Torres versus uh, Kevin Mont- Montiel. Mm. That'll be a good fight. Yeah, um, I got Kevin winning that fight. It's an eight rounder, and then obviously we have the Showtime fight card is main events: Benavidez Plant. Uh, Jesus Alejandro Ramos versus Joseph Spencer. That's a good fight. Cody Crowley versus Abel Ramos. Chris Colbert versus Jose uh, Valenzuela. Kevin Gonzalez versus uh, Jose San Martin. That's a good fight, too. Yeah, I think Jose wins that fight. Mm-hmm. Arrestus uh, Velasquez versus Marcelino Nicolas Lopez. Demler Zamora versus Jesus Abel Abara. Oh, Jesus Evil Abara? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, Daniel Blancas versus Nicholas Molina. That's going to be a banger. Yeah, that's a banger, too, right there. Uh, Robert Merriweather third versus Jesus Raymond Perez. Oh. Then, these are all the fights that are on tomorrow. Then there's another fight in England. I don't know. It doesn't say on what. But you got Lawrence O'Coley versus David Light. Probably which is Sky Sports. Which is a fucking nasty fight, too. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Coley's probably going to win that fight. Michael Gomez Jr. versus Levi Giles. Uh, Frazier Clark versus Bogdan Dino. Chris Artingstall versus Lindsey fucking something. B U C Z Y N S K Y J. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, whatever. Um, I don't know who any of those are, to be honest. You're good, bro. I didn't know any Callum Simpson versus uh, Celso Neves. That's going to be a good fight. Callum's fucking. Yeah, savage. I know Callum. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know Aaron McKenna versus Lucas. Nafoma. Samuel Antwi versus Omir Rodriguez. Shaquille Thompson versus Robert Tellerek. Rise Edwards versus Brian Phillips. Frankie Stringer versus Jakub Leskowski. And Harvey Lambert versus Casey Brown. Okay. All right. That's everything that's on tomorrow, all, all right. March 25th. All right, cool. Shit. So there's, there's a whole fucking bunch of shit going on, man. Bad. And then April, like I said, there's a whole bunch of shit. Anthony Joshua versus Jermaine Franklin in April 1st in London. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got to... I gotta, I gotta like probably set up like a two TV thing or something, just because I want to see some of those fights on undercard for the zone card. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's just, I mean, there's really a lot. But yeah, boxing right now. Well, for this weekend, like that's what I'm saying. Like right now, boxing's kind of like taking. The past week, I just been on Ben Benavidez plant shit, Garcia tank shit. Um, I even saw a little bit of the Kaylee Taylor and um. I saw the Cameron uh, conference with them. Yeah, that shit's gonna be fucking fun. That that fight's gonna. Just uh, in case Katie Taylor does win, I do want Serrano versus Taylor too. We need that. I, I need Katie that. was robbed of the first one. Oh, you mean Amanda? Yeah, yeah. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda yeah, was def- Amanda was definitely robbed that first fight. Yeah. It, I mean, it was sorry such a good yet. fight though, bro. But and you know, I fuck with Katie Taylor. That's why I don't want to throw anything on Katie because Katie. Nah, they're both fucking. Yeah, I just like the judges fucked that one up that night. That's what I'm saying. But it was a good fight. It was, uh, it was a tough fucking business. It was the first sellout too. For a, for a female, yeah, main event. So, but yeah, bro. Um, yeah, I mean that's really it though on the box. Like there really isn't. Nah, that's really. I mean that's all. But like that's what I'm saying. We can devote more time to like just like the bigger fights and just yeah. have a complete segment breakdown instead. You know, can we just take a second? I mean, I'm sure we've brought this up before, but can we just take into account how good the UFC 287 card is? No, that card is stacked. Pereira, Izzy, Burns, Masvidal, Font versus Yanez, mm-hmm. Holland versus Ponzinibbio, Raul Rosas versus Christian Rodriguez for the main. That main card is ridiculous. That might be the, one of the best main cards. Well, dude, even the fucking prelim card. Gaslam versus Chris Curtis. Oh, shit. Chiesa versus Jing Liang. Watterson versus Panero. Oh. Chris Barnett versus Chase Sherman. Like, Michelle Watterson. Like, that's a main event in its in itself, right? That is. And then in the early prelims, you got... Mearshart versus Pfeiffer. Oh, Mearshart. Yeah, Cavillo versus Godinez. Uh, Ignacio versus Nicholas Mata. Elon mm. versus Steve Garcia. And then Jacqueline Amorim versus Sam Hughes. Like, the fucking card from literally from start to finish. It's not bad. Are all like, you could literally take that early prelims and slap that mm. on the Vera card as like, the under fights, and I mean that's just a fucking banger of a card. Like it's just, yeah, bro. So, <laughs> nah, you're right. So I got we gotta, I gotta, we gotta tune in on those. Um, yeah, but we'll, tomorrow, we'll take it one at the time. 
tomorrow there's two things going on. Um, I'm gonna explain it to Jay. I, you watched the last episode. You heard the last episode with me. I listened to parts of it. Yeah. Okay. I've been. I started working overnight, so I just. You good? Did you listen I'm, to the end? Fucking down and out. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know the thing that we do now, or I'm trying to do now, because I know me and Jay were talking about trying to like add a a couple other sports yeah. somewhere into the frame. So I know towards the end, I say you know after we do the whole MMA and boxing thing, we just do a couple quick takes on. Yeah, well, other we're shit. gonna mainly focus on UFC. Well, yeah, not even say UFC, That's, but mostly UFC as we do. But combat sports in general yeah. and boxing, mm-hmm. um, and then towards like the end, like the to, last 10, to open minutes. up more stuff and, and yeah. do a little change up to take ourselves kind of in a different direction mm-hmm. of your normal combat sports podcast. We're gonna go mm-hmm. in a different direction. Yeah, that's why I, uh, try and open shit up a little bit. Yeah, that's why last week when um uh, I did the episode alone, y'all see me do those quick takes for uh. Baseball and NBA. I just took something from each one, yeah, real quick. Talked about it, and we just. So, seeing as this is the route we're taking, mm-hmm. let's start this portion off real quick. Yeah, we're on our quick takes now. So. Oh, we don't even have to call them quick takes. We just shit <laughs> just about takes. it. But <laughs> can we talk about the WBC? I love the WBC. I Japan always thought versus USA. Yes. and to end the fucking game, we had Trout two and teammates. Otani. Yeah, yeah, like, but I, Bro. I, I, I told people this already. Like, <clears throat> there was a whole debate and. Um, as a guy who like, I mean, I grew up playing baseball. I love watching baseball. Yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. Like that's my thing. So, like as a guy who like watches the WBC and shit, I could tell you right now, bro, this is baseball's version of the Cup. And if you think the World Cup doesn't matter, you're bugging. Yeah. So like this the this is country's bragging rights, man. Yeah, like, bro. Like and then like people saying like, oh, cause and I'm a Mets fan. So when Edwin Diaz went out, you can tell I was hurt. <laughs> I was very hurt. Yeah. But you didn't see me. Oh, we got to cancel this whole fucking tournament. Yeah. No. The next no. is up, dude. No. That's not what – you don't do that. You what? You don't want him to play? I mean, yeah, now we're going to see a whole bunch of teams, like, forbidding their players from participating. But – Bro, I see so many people upset that after that, the MLB put Otani as the best baseball player but he in, is. The, in the world right now. I agree. He is. I mean, like, I'm, I'm – and you show me somebody that could pitch, play outfield, play infield, <laughs> and hit a fucking ball. No, I mean, you can, bro, and that's my thing. Like, but I think it was—it's mostly Yankees fans that are upset because yeah. they're like, "Oh, Aaron Judge should be number one." It's like, why? Because he's fucking six ten. Yeah, he I mean, slugs home runs. Nah, yeah, and like center field, like cool. But and that's my thing. You like got a guy that's playing every fucking position. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like Aaron Judge is a beast. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like it, Aaron Judge is. Listen, to be top three is fucking huge, anyways. But it's hard to be put as number one when you have a guy like Otani doing what he does. Like I said, a guy that's playing every fucking position, and he's one of the best pitchers in the league. Yeah, one of the best hitters in the league. Like yeah, he, everything like... he does is fucking. Is great, you know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. It's hard to to justify putting anybody even above him. Yeah, but to yeah, Otani uh, definitely deserves number one. But to say that the WBC should be canceled, no, we're not doing that. Um, oh, dude, if someone gets if fucking uh, you know if Cristiano Ronaldo went down in the World Cup or Messi or um, Mbappe, yeah, you're not gonna be like, oh, fucking this this no. doesn't count. No, you want the fucking Who's cup the dude? to I can't. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but the dude that got injured for USA, the best player. Oh, fuck. Um, drawing a blank on his name, but he went down, and you didn't hear no one saying, oh, we should cancel the tournament. Like, it doesn't fucking work like that. These are the best players from every country. 
Yeah. Even the bench are some of the best players. Yeah. They're like the second best players of the fucking country. So the next guy up is just as good, yeah. really, as the people starting. Like, it's just... Yeah, and the people have to realize that what this shit does for some of these countries is crazy. Like, I think this is the first year Nicaragua has ever made it. Yeah. And... Nicaragua was literally a team. Was, first of all, they were in the toughest pool, I think. If if you're oh, a yeah. first team coming in, you you were in the toughest pool, because to have Puerto Rico, Venezuela, um, Puerto Rico, uh, not not Venezuela. Venezuela wasn't in the same pool. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, and um, there was one more in there. There was Israel, and then we had. Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Israel, Nicaragua, and there's one more. Um, I just can't think of it right now. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. But they were they were pretty dominant. Uh, they're pretty dominant. I just can't think of them right now. That's kind of crazy. Oh, uh, was it Colombia? Or Colombia so, was yeah. in? I think it was Colombia. Okay. So I don't. I forget. But Nicaragua, like this is just a example. Nicaragua had no pro player. Yeah. No, not one. I think they were the only team with no professional player. All their players were from double A or triple A, not single A. It was yeah. literally all double A or triple A roster from Nicaragua. Yeah. And people were like, I don't even know how many people tuned in from Nicaragua to watch them play. I guarantee you they have a professional player in the next couple of years. But that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, that's After important. That like, shit. That yeah. shit, shit like that. It, like, even for Cuba, a, 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 a fucking country who's like. It's, you know, it puts, it puts them on the map, but it also, it's basically. Mm-hmm. The guys when this is nationally televised, mm-hmm. there's millions of people that watch this shit. Some sixty-five might even, million in Japan. Some of them might even be scouts for a team, that right? Is. So like they see some of these guys, like, oh shit, this dude can really play shortstop. Yeah. Maybe we should go check him out. Call him in for a practice. Like that's the shit that really happens. Yeah. How do you think a lot of these guys, even overseas in the NBA, when they play, you the, know, the the Olympics. in the Olympics? Right, a lot of these guys don't even are never even heard of until until that day, and then they end up in the in the NBA. Yeah, so like, and yeah, and that's like that's just like my thing is like, come on, man, like Venice, uh, Jose Altuve got hurt, he hurt his wrist, and he had to get taken out the fucking game. But it's not like everybody was screaming for yeah that shit. Like you know, it's like it's just my thing is like. There's people and there's players already who have said on record like I'd rather have a WBC than a World Series. Yeah, and that says a lot. Like, well, it represents your country on top of it, but it also it the brings so it puts crazy. a lot of attention on your country when you win, and it at the end of the day, it helps out the youth mm-hmm. because now they're looking at oh shit, Japan really produces great players. Let's keep an eye on them because there might be some up and comers coming on there that yeah. aren't going to attend American colleges. So yeah. we need to have scouts make sure we're watching these guys or. Yeah, or, or whatever you know, even Nicaragua, like yeah, nah, and even um, even Japan, Japan has been a powerhouse in this tournament. Like the tournament started in two thousand six. Like I need y'all to take this real quick. This is like a crazy ten second fact. It started in two thousand six. Japan is the only country in classic history to make it to the semifinals every year. Yeah, never lost before that. They only make it to the semifinals or the championship. Yeah, that should tell you everything you need to know. They're some of the best baseball players in the world. Like, people just, and we don't we don't talk about that. Like I've we, watched Japanese baseball before because sometimes they're like working overnights. I'm up mm-hmm. looking for something to watch, and it's fucking on at you know three four o'clock in the morning. And you're watching it. It's like fuck it. But they play some fucking baseball, and they have pitches out there that I've never even heard of. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's just 
there's so much more talent and such different things all over the place, man. And that's why like things like the WBC or the World Cup or um even the, the the Olympic basketball, like that shit all matters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like you just I mean, like it's just I don't know. It's just important. I say we keep the WBC. It's great for everybody involved. Uh, USA's team, like even yeah, and even if you look at some of the stories, uh, USA probably had their best team this year. Fucking Randy Orozarena's story was crazy to me. I see everyone complaining too, like oh USA didn't even have their best pitchers yeah. yet because they turned it down. It's yeah. not like we didn't play them. They just turned. They didn't want to fucking play. Yeah. So why? And it's like, and like, and the thing is, like, the guy, there was one guy I was watching, he said, I mean, if you're going to cancel this, that makes no sense. He was like, they would have been playing baseball in spring training anyway. And I was like, yeah, yeah. like, it's just, you're going to be playing baseball regardless, except now you're just playing in the front of a bigger audience yeah. in a worldwide stage in the tournament. Like, uh, yeah, that's... it's the same shit. It's not like you're doing anything different. Yeah, the workload might be a little less vigorous because it's spring training, but. Spring training, you play baseball. You go out there, and you play a game. Yeah, Doesn't matter. it's the same shit. Yeah, you can get hurt playing in the spring training the same way you. Yeah, can get so hurt like that's WBC. what I'm saying. It makes no sense. Um, but yeah, like some of the stories are crazy. But the one I want to talk about real quick was just Randy Rosarena. And I don't know if y'all know he was a, he was a Cuban descent. That's why I'm saying like this this shit matters. He was in Cuba. Uh, the country kind of like basically. The country's uh, they rebel against their their players or anybody who's like really trying to get out of there. You yeah. know what I mean? The Castro movement is still there, so it's kind of sucky. Uh, but so Randy basically defected, went from Mexico, lived in Mexico for a little bit, told the president, if you let me play um, Mexico, if you get, make me a citizen and let me play, um, or make me a citizen for Mexico, I will play for Mexico in the World Baseball Classic. And... <laughs> Yeah. Fucking Mexican president held a ceremony, made Randy Orozarena a Mexican citizen, yep. and he winded up playing for the WBC this year. And if you know about Mexico, you know what the fuck Randy Orozarena did this year. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know he's a beast. So, like, it's just shit like that. Like, you wouldn't see that if, no. if, if like, if we didn't get It brings this. out the stories, man. You, I'm a big fan of backgrounds. Like, yes. you, like that's why I'm a big Francis fan. Like, I love the backgrounds of shit, man. You beca- it makes you become a fan because you're like, damn, we have it so good here. And then you see what some of these people go through. Like, yeah, I really hope that motherfucker wins. I hope he succeeds. Yeah. You know, like, like when we lost to them, I was pissed. I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto Rico versus Mexico is going to be big anywhere. Yeah. So like that, that hurt. Like we were up four one, and Randy Orozarena just. Well, that's always like one of the biggest rivalries. Besides, like, yeah. you know, Japan versus, Yeah, like, and it, it was a quarterfinal game. This is yeah. the game that goes to see who faced Japan. Now, if you didn't know, like, this year was stacked because Japan was undefeated. They went to the semifinal undefeated. And then the quarterfinal matchup, you had PR versus Mexico. Yep. Colombia or Venezuela versus U.S. Uh, Australia versus Cuba. Cuba actually made it to the semifinal. And Japan versus, um, uh, uh, Japan versus somebody. I think Costa or Chester Puget. Czech, something, I think. Something yeah. like that. And they beat their ass. So they they beat them like 14 to 2. <laughs> and then they wait in the semifinal. And then, you know, obviously, Mexico beat PR in a really good game, all because of Randy. And Randy went to, they went to face Japan. They were beating Japan. Japan came back, won. Yeah. They almost made it to the final. And it's all because of the play of one guy who really, like, elevates everybody around him. So. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying, man. You can't let go of the WBC. Yeah, not after this year. That's so fun to watch. Yeah, not I after this it. year. Like, like it's I think what, I'll be honest with you, it's way more exciting than the MLB. Yeah, that a buck. But that's even like because it's a week. It's like a week and a half. Yeah, but like I love the tournament. Oh, but it's a week and a half of sheer talent. Playoff. That's it. You know, playoff games. Yeah, yeah. Like. So. If the Pirates are playing the Yankees, you know the Yankees are going to win, yeah. right? But if Mexico is playing PR, like, you don't know who's going to win that. <laughs> you, you know, don't. if if Japan is playing fucking yeah. whoever, you don't know who's going to win that. Yeah. Like, that even though the... they're the best teams, like, even though they're the best teams, you don't know who's going to win that fucking match because it, that game, it's just because it's how much talent is out there is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, that was one of the best games, one of the best games I've ever seen. Um, but, yeah, um, long story short, man. So I think I I think I I told Jay this, um, but yeah, I think I I told Jay this, um, but yeah, uh, so I do I gotta work at two, so yeah. I will be out here in a little bit. Now nah, you're good. I'm oh, but uh, so we're gonna um, right now I might have to head out like like probably two three minutes. Not nah, straight. Is yeah, there I'm something good. else that you wanted to talk about as a unit real quick? As far as other sports, I know we talked WWBC. I'm happy we did that because I actually want to talk to you yeah. about that. So that's good. But like NBA, anything intriguing your mind at all? No. NHL. I mean, NHL is not. No, only the other Boston, things I really Boston running shit. Only thing I'd really be interested in talking about would be NFL off season stuff. But that's 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 an, a lot of moves to me. Depth conversation. Yeah, because I know we. Uh, I mean, just the names like you know Gilmore to. Um, where do you go? Gal- Gilmore went to Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Poirier actually resigned with Buffalo. I didn't yeah. know that uh, yeah. until I heard about it. Um, D-Hop is still making his decision. Or D-Hop is still. I think from- he's coming to Buffalo. Yeah, I heard he, uh, he might be coming here too. Right now, what I heard is what they're kind of waiting on is. So apparently Buffalo put in an offer to Chicago for their ninth overall pick. Mm-hmm. Ed Oliver in a third round for their ninth overall pick. Um. And I guess we're just waiting to hear on that. But if we don't get that, then we're sending that same exact offer to Arizona. Bet. All right. So that's kind of what I heard. I don't know the truth behind it, but that's really yeah. kind of well, it. And then, um, yeah, like I said, know. though, but with how much shit's going on, we'll, we'll talk time. about yeah, it. Yeah, when I get – so I'm sure – I don't know if you said it, but uh, this is probably my last episode – yeah. For a while. Um, wife's getting ready to pop out our second child. Well, third child, but second living. Um, and uh, it, it's she's got to have a C-section and shit. So it's just like she's going to need my help around the house. So I won't be able to really leave her side for a few months and shit like that. So for me, this is probably it. If I do get the chance to come on an episode, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll keep you in the loop and shit but okay. it's basically gonna be you and john yep yeah john we'll talk about it john. yeah um basically running shit i'll still be in and out you know I'll, i'm I'm always here still mm-hmm. in the background um but if i do get free time to come to you know mm-hmm. a thing or joan even i might even be able to join a few yeah. sessions you know on um yeah yes please bro we uh, what do you call it because I got my computer and shit at home, so I can always set up on that. Zoom in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the only thing I got left is it's not really, I guess you can call it an ad, but me and my wife, uh, we lost our kid. Um, a couple years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. April uh, 9th of 2021. 
Uh, that year, we ran a fundraiser to raise money to donate to uh, Oshai's Children's Hospital at the NICU unit. Um, last year, we didn't do it because my wife was going through IVF and shit. And uh, this year, we're bringing it back. Oh, shit. So, um, basically, for that, if, you know, we'll take donations straight up. Or if you want to buy a ticket to attend the event, uh, tickets are... 20 bucks. Okay. Comes with a dinner and right. entry. All right, bet. Yeah, I'll spread, um, I'll spread the news and shit, you know? Yeah, so basically that's kind of just going to really be it. Like, we're going to be looking for um, basket, like, donated baskets to have a basket auction. Mm. Uh, we're doing a 5K run. And oh, a bunch yeah. of other shit. Yeah, so I'll make sure to, you know, put that link up and yeah, please. for shit like that. So, um, but yeah. that's really it. So, yeah, so that's all I, mean, I got. Yeah, we'll be uh we'll uh, yeah, so you know, Jay gonna be out for a bit. I mean when he tunes in, y'all see. Y'all gonna yeah. see. Uh, like I said, so, I'll, I'll keep in touch and if yeah. I got like if they're down for a nap or some shit and you guys are running mm-hmm. a, an episode, I'll just hook my camera up and shit and we'll uh got you. join in that way if I have to from home. Yeah. So but, yeah, but for yeah. the most part I just can't really be here consistently. I, yeah, I can't I, I can't commit full time mm-hmm. simply because like I said, with her having a C-section, she can't really gotta help. Yeah, you be good, mobile man. and shit. So yeah, we'll hold it down for you. Yeah. So, so I'll, if I can make it, I'll make it. If I can't, gotcha. It'll be you too. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's Friday. You know, uh, about to start a very long day of work. Yeah. I gotta work two to nine, so we're gonna have some fun right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I will sign off. Uh, but tomorrow, like I said, tomorrow is Plant versus Benavides Showtime. You already know where to go. You got the zone. You already know what to do. Uh. Corey Sanhagen versus Vera on Fight Night. You already know. Yep, free. That's on ESPN Plus, ESPN. So do what y'all got to do. But as far as that, you know, everybody have a safe Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe out here. Um, And as always, uh, Duve signing off. Later. You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different, and you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're irresponsible Too many obstacles, you gotta stop it, yo You gotta take it slow, you can't be a pro Don't waste your time no more Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove I'm gonna make my move, I'm gonna make it soon And I'll do it cause it's what I wanna fucking do Cause all the-